The week starts with a surprise production cut from OPEC. So crude oil jumps this Monday. Equities and sovereign bonds are under some selling pressure, of course, and the U.S. dollar sees some demand on prospects of renewed inflation pressures in the U.S. and around the globe, tighter monetary policies as a result of it, and also some dose of rising geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and the Middle East yet again. So welcome to the new week of trading with Swiss Coast Daily Market Talk. Surprise, surprise, OPEC Plus cut its production by 1 million barrel per day yesterday. Now, no one was expecting that to happen because even the OPEC meeting was scheduled for today and not yesterday. And OPEC Plus was not expected to announce any production cut whatsoever at this week's meeting. So the news fell like a bomb on Sunday. The market wasn't even open to react to the news. And as you could, well, guess the reaction the market reaction was quite wild this morning. The barrel of American crude rallied past $81 per barrel level, jumped above the 50 and the 100-day moving average levels, which would otherwise act as a decent, decent resistance to any upside move and will likely be looking to challenge the 200-day moving average offers, which are a touch below the $84 per barrel level. Wow. And why? Because OPEC says it wants price stability in oil markets, but in reality, they simply want higher oil prices. As the Nigerian Minister of State for Petroleum Resources said, well, the group wants prices at around the $90 per barrel level. You know what? Fair enough. They want more money. And, you know, everybody wants more money. And the fact that the Chinese reopening story was not sufficient this quarter to boost that oil appetite across the globe requires some OPEC intervention. Now, from July and on, combined with the Russia's own output cuts as a result of a response to the Western sanctions on its oil, you know, the price cap, well, the amount of oil barrels available for the global markets will be around 1.6 million barrels less per day. So that's enough to revive geopolitical tensions with the US, which already actually called the decision ill-advised. And that's more than enough to spur the inflation worries across the globe because the fall in energy prices was and is one of the main reasons why we have been seeing this inflation figures, the headline inflation figures come under some control since a couple of months now, especially since the second part of last year. And we can't really say that the entire set of figures smells well, because yes, the headline inflation in the Eurozone, for example, fell more than expected in the month of March. So from 8.5 to 6.9%. So that was thanks to the fact that we actually started comparing warm months to the warm months where energy prices were high anyway. But the core inflation in the eurozone rose to a fresh record high in March, meaning that if energy prices spike higher again, well, it will be just a matter of months before we actually see the headline inflation figures head higher again as well. So the question is, is it possible that we see a renewed rally in the energy prices from this point on? Is it possible, for example, that the OPEC plus cuts actually pushes the price of a barrel to $90 per barrel and keep it stable there? What about a rise toward the $100 per barrel level, for example? Well, 
It is possible, everything is possible, but it will be hard because if the rising oil prices hit the global demand prospects at quite an uneasy time for the world economy because of the bank stress still going on and that further spurs recession worries, well, there is a chance that the rally that we might see in oil prices fades quite quickly, in which case the oil bull's determination would depend on how much the OPEC plus would actually be willing to push these prices higher by cutting production and how much OPEC plus is willing to push prices higher by cutting production will depend on how much of these rises the world economy could actually absorb. So I guess we will see that now. The latest Xi Jinping data released in China this Monday actually revealed that manufacturing activity in China was unexpectedly lower in the month of March, and the index fell to around 50 level, which is just the limit between expansion and contraction. So if even China is not there to pull the global growth expectations higher, it will be hard to imagine a strong rally in oil prices from the actual levels. At this point, my expectation is that the 200-day moving average will likely act as a solid resistance to the post-OPEC rally and that we could actually see oil prices stabilize between the $75 to $80 per barrel range. Of course, this latest OPEC decision came to shake the entire financial markets on Monday as obviously higher crude oil prices revived the inflation worries across the globe and that revived the interest rate hike bets from the major central banks. The US 2 and 10-year yields ticked higher in Asia this morning, whereas these yields had actually fallen on Friday's trading session on the back of softer-than-expected PC and softer-than-expected coal PC figures from the US. Now, the US futures are actually in the negative at the time. I'm talking here this morning with Nasdaq futures actually leading losses as a sign that a part of the Friday rally in the U.S. equity markets, which was obviously triggered by these softer inflation figures from the U.S., hence the softer Fed expectations, well, will be easily, easily wiped out at today's trading session. As such, we could see the S&P 500 sold at the current levels above the 4,100 psychological handle, and Nasdaq 100 could ease from above the 13,000 psychological mark as well. But oil stocks will likely hail the decision. So it's highly likely that we actually see fresh long positioning in uh, oil giants like ExxonMobil, for example. Exxon could actually further advance toward the $115, $120 trading range. A Warren Buffett favorite, Occidental Petroleum, on the other hand, could easily uh, target a rise above the 200-day moving average, which stands around the $64 per share level. In the FX markets, all these revived hawkish Federal Reserve expectations after the OPEC's production cut decision will likely reverse the sell-off in the US dollar and bring other majors under a decent selling pressure yet again, but the Canadian dollar is in a good position to outperform the complex of G7 currencies as higher oil prices is actually good for the loony. The US dollar CAD was already under the pressure of a softer US dollar over the past two weeks and now it looks like the oil bulls will be taking over and pushing the pair below the 135 psychological mark. Now, this move could easily extend toward the 200-day moving average, which stands around the 133.80 level. Elsewhere, however, the broadly stronger US dollar 
unfortunately won't be a gift for the other major currencies. The euro dollar, for example, already slipped below the 108 level in Asia early this morning as no matter how hawkish the European Central Bank expectations are, due to the rising core inflation in the eurozone, which actually keeps these European Central Bank rate hike expectations well around 50 to 75 basis point hike from now to the end of this summer. Well, the Federal Reserve hawks often take the upper hand when they come in force and overshadow the fundamentals elsewhere in the world. So in this respect, it is quite safe to say that it's almost hopeless to fight the US dollar if the US dollar roars and it's obviously better to go with the US dollar's flow. So yes, depending on how much the crude oil prices will get a boost from the latest OPEC decision and how the latter will actually impact interest rate high expectations in the US, well, we could actually see an unexpected U-turn in the euro dollar's positive trend due to a stronger US dollar, even though there is nothing better then, well, that sweet combination of higher oil prices and stronger US dollar, which makes things even worse because makes the oil even more expensive due to the currency effect, well, to boost the European Central Bank hawks. Anyway, this week, besides oil prices and OPEC, we will watch the final PMI figures around the world. Tomorrow, the Reserve Bank of Australia is actually expected to hike the interest rates by another 25 basis points, although the recent fall in the Australian inflation figures actually revived expectations that the Reserve Bank of Australia could actually bypass a rate hike at this week's monetary policy meeting. Then on Wednesday this week, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand this time is also expected to hike its interest rates by another 25 basis points. And besides the rate hikes from the RBA and RBNZ, well, investors will also closely monitor the latest jobs data from the US and we will finally see if this much expected loosening in the US job data this month is going to be happening or still not. So this is all for this Monday. I'm Ipeka Skardeshkaya and thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on twitter and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading